Okay, so anyways, we getting right into it. I got a guest today. I just want to say thank you for everyone that listens. Thank you for everyone that tunes in. We're about to start getting. I'm gonna make it wet for you guys. That's that's on that. So I got a guest today. This is my best friend. We just gonna talk to y'all. We gonna um, share some insight. And pretty much for my interviews, I really want to. Um, I really just want to walk through other people's experiences, and we share experiences together and make something. So I'm gonna let her just introduce herself, and we gonna get into it. Go ahead. What you wanna say to them? So hi, um, my name is Julia. I am 22. I am a single mom to a three-year-old beautiful little girl named Kaylee. And I have two angel babies up above. A little background on me is I am currently enrolled in college. Uh, I'm studying business administration uh, and planning on going for my MBA this coming fall uh, with hopes on eventually going to law school and pursuing a law degree after my MBA is complete. A little background on me is I work in the mortgage and real estate industry. Um, Been in it since I was 17 years old. Um, And yeah, working is, well, pretty stressful to be completely honest, but I think living in New Jersey, you know, we can't just live on one stream of income. (laughs) Um, I remember being a teenager, you know, and I'm sure Zakai can relate to, you know, working, you know, having a work ethic was very big. You know, for me, I always had more than one job. And I think Kaya was the same. We, we really worked a lot. Like, we wanted that money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think now that we're older, it's like we just want to be on a beach and <laughs> forgetting about life and just, you know, working from our phones and computers and, you know, living the nomad, you know, influencer life like everybody on TikTok and Instagram does. Anyways, being our own bosses, (laughs) you know, and, you know, taking, you know, our work seriously, though, you know, and and being an entrepreneur is, you know, a really hard job. And, you know, and and me even, you know, sitting down with my uncles and my father, you know, and like talking about filing for LLCs and, you know, what goes in to, you know, the backbone of a business. You know, I think people don't even realize, you know it's not as easy as it's made out to be, you know? And it really does take not just the work ethic, but the dedication and, you know, the, the drive, you know? And really, like, you know, your physical and your, your mental, you know, being okay enough to, like, wake up in the morning, you know, at 4, 5 a.m., you know, start working out and, you know, getting on those emails after your workout and your shower and, you know, starting the day early, you know, all these millionaires, you know, you want to read all these books, you go to Barnes & Noble, you read these self-help books or, you know, these business books, and they'll tell you the biggest thing is your routine. You know, having habits and routines that serve you you know because your habits and your routines are what you're going to go to when you're under pressure you know and for me it's like the biggest thing that i've seen improve my life is eating right going to the gym surrounding yourself with good people 
going to church, you know, having a connection with God and, and how that truly can change your life. And it humbles you. You know, it truly humbles you. Like when you finally surrender and you form a connection with God and what it can truly do for you in your life, no matter what you're going through. Okay. So I'm going to tell you this right now. This is very raw content. My friend was a little nervous. I told her we're just going to come. We're just going to talk. We're just going to have a conversation. Sis decided to write a whole script out. And I said, we're not going to do that because we're just supposed to talk. Y'all know I stutter. Y'all know I mess up. Y'all know I be forgetting what I'm talking. Forgetting what I'm talking about, using the wrong words, all of that. But that's for y'all, and I keep it real, real trail up here because that's me in real life. So we're just going to have a conversation pretty much today. We're going to have five questions. I'm going to have five. She's going to have five. We don't know each other's questions. Mine's are just at the spare in the moment. I don't know if she came up with questions herself, but... I'm going to just, y'all know, I usually say I'm not going to make the, tick, the um, podcast too long, but I'm going to let it go as long as it goes. We're going to have a conversation. I want y'all to tune in. She gave her a little introduction. This is Julia. This is Fifi Latour. And we're about to get into it. So do you want to go first as the guest? Or would you like me to go first? I want you to go first. There's no problem. So I'm going to ask you to tell my people what is the most important thing to being a boss, a boss, a boss lady, a boss woman in, in 2021, what does that really mean to you? And what is it, what is the definition of a boss lady to you? Is my question. I think a boss lady is somebody that is truly dedicated to everything that they do. And, like you know, I think we as women, we are our hardest critics. We are the hardest on ourselves at all times, you know, and I think a lot of that stems from, you know, the pressures that we have on the daily from, you know, social media and society as a whole, you know, society standards and, you know, what, you know, is expected of us based off of, you know, scrolling through Instagram and TikTok and even walking in a grocery store, you know, buying fruits and vegetables. I'm looking at magazine covers of girls whose bodies like. I don't even think if I went to a gym, I could attain, you know, and, you know, working on, you know, that self-love and self-discovery and what it can truly do for you as a woman, as a person, you know, take, you know, gender roles out of it for a second, because I know you have male listeners too. It's like, when you truly dedicate working on yourself, you know, it truly humbles you and, you know, sitting there and putting your pride and ego aside is the biggest thing because you will never be a boss if you can't sit there and own up to things and be like wow like i was an asshole I like you said that you know and like and acknowledging that like yeah. you know my pride and ego is so messed up and i need help you know i think for me it, it took me years years to finally you know even start therapy and you know people there's very divided you know feelings on therapy and what therapy does for people mm -hmm. but like i think that you know it really does help but you have to be dedicated to it right you know and you ask any boss so you ask any successful entrepreneur nine times out of ten when i read these books you know these self-help books and you know these memoirs from them they talk about how truly dedicated you have to be to your mental health your physical health yes and the connection between 
being a thriving, successful, independent boss woman, boss man person, it starts with you. Yeah, take care of yourself. If you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of others? A company. How are you going to build an empire from the ground up when you're not even watering yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, like you're going to have a team under you. Right. Maybe you'll have 50 under you one day. Maybe 100. Maybe you'll be a CEO and you've got thousands under you. Right. You need to do you first though and put yourself first. Because when you don't and you go through that burnout and you can't even get up out of bed to even eat, take a shower. Right. You know, it's people don't talk about it, you know, as much. Well, I shouldn't even say that because now I think society is kind of changing ways. And I think people are talking about, you know, self-love and mental health and, you know, taking care of ourselves and becoming bosses and making our own money and not relying on a, you know, man for money. And I don't want to use gender roles again because I know <clears throat> you have male and female listeners. But no, you know, but I ask, I ask for women. What is a boss woman? A boss ahead, woman, you know, she's, she's never going to rely on a man for money. And I know a boss woman is never going to fucking settle, never. you know, and, and I think that women get so used to just being in a situation and they don't want to you know move on and have to you know start again and you know get back out there and meet the friends meet the family you know and it's like sometimes girl that's the best thing you could ever do for yourself the best thing that you could ever do you know and not relying on a man for money you know in life we have we have four things okay we have death divorce disability and douchebag <laughs> and, <laughs> and the four d's god bless my mother god rest her soul and it was the four things she instilled in me probably from the age of three like my daughter's age three and four you know combing my hair in the bathroom <laughs> and just having those mommy and me talks and it was always you know never rely on a man for money and you know my mother was a corporate attorney uh she was divorced she was you know married prior to my father and um biggest thing I took from her, you know, even before her death, and she was a boss lady in herself being a corporate attorney, you know, was to never rely on a man for anything. If you can't do it yourself, if you can't do it, why would you rely on a man to do it? You know, and, you know, being so confident in yourself and, you know, having that self-love to be like, damn, like, I don't need nobody. I did this for me. It's like, it is such a different level. You know, sitting in that car that you bought for yourself. You didn't have nobody co-sign. Paying your bills each month. You know, cutting the checks to Verizon. Cutting the checks to State Farm. Doing my life insurance policies. My 529s for my daughter. All my investments. It's like, it it does give me a confidence. And I'm not perfect. Honestly, half the time, I'll be honest. I'm in bed, can barely get up out of bed sometimes. You know, and... And it's like, I'm still kind of fighting, you know, to get back on my boss girl energy. But, you know, burnout, burnout's real. And I think a lot of times people don't talk about the upside because it's like, well, you're making six figures and you're making the money. You're in the new car. You're buying the Gucci slides, buying the Louis bags. It's like nobody wants to talk about the the burnout that comes with that. You know, the nights in the office till 11, 12 at night, one o'clock doing files, you know, making sure that attorneys are ready for closing. and, And nobody wants to talk about, you know, the true, you know, burnout that comes with, you know, 
high paying jobs like, you know, finance and even real estate and mortgages and, you know, being in the business industry, you know, even being your own boss, being an entrepreneur, having a lash business like you, for example, it's like, you know, keeping track of clientele, like with your book here. And it's like, nobody wants to talk about like the burnout that that ensues. You know, and, and these female boss ladies that we want to look up to, that we want to emulate, that we, we want to be, not even that we want to be, we are going to be. Because everything comes down to, you know, what we put out into the universe, manifestation, law of attraction, law of assumption, you know, and, and there's books on that and spirituality and growing yourself and... Oh my God, I'm sorry. That, that's like a whole nother podcast episode in itself. And, you know, okay. <laughs> but okay. it's like, but it's like, it's truly so eye opening, you know, when, you know, you get down to the nitty gritty of it all. And, you know, you asked, or you asked the best thing, like, what are those, you know, habits? And, you know, what do female bosses do? Well, I think female bosses get their ass up in the morning. They definitely run a mile, you know, hit the gym, get their body right, you know, eat right. And, um, you know, taking care of themselves, self-love, showering, wearing nice clothes, doing their hair, doing their makeup, doing the nails, doing the lashes, the eyebrows, you know, getting themselves together. Because, you know, a big thing, you know, in society, too, and with being a boss and having that, you know, standard is, you know, your presentation. Presentations, everything. Everything. First impressions. Everything. Everything. It's like when you walk into a room, how you even hold your head up, your posture. I'm going to be honest. It's really not even the first. Sometimes the first initial conversation is not the It's literally the first look at somebody. Absolutely. If I come in a room, I can't lie. When I have different hair, I, I attract different people when i have a weaving i attract different people when i absolutely. wear heels i attract the different absolutely. when i have on a hoodie absolutely when i'm half naked i am <laughs> a, attracting different energy in the room 100%. so presentation is, is literally everything and i think a lot of people i feel like a lot of women fall short in you know knowing they have the ability to look great rather than on some i need to look great all the time for me Oh, not because 100%. not because you have the ability and you know we all for short yeah. we don't want to look we don't want to do too much every day you oh. feel what i'm saying but and, as and a lady that, it, you know not just that it's also very expensive you know like no that not, too and, and i'm not trying to and i'm the furthest you know from you know like multi multi multi-millionaire here you know i i make a decent living i'm comfortable you know but i'm not gonna lie it hurts me when i walk out of white house black market and zara's and i'm like damn another couple hundred but it's like you need it because your presentation is key when you're walking in you want to be in a nice blazer you want to be in the nice slacks you want to be presentable skirt suits you know it, it is it's key it's everything they uh, honestly when i'm going to meet a client they're not going to take me seriously if i'm there in you know a hoochie mama outfit from a I'm, corner store i'm gonna be but, honest just because I feel like you don't have to dress expensive. Like, you Absolutely. don't... No, I'm, I get what you're saying, too. Like, just looking nice, but it don't have to be a nice story. And I think that's where a lot of women fall short, too. A lot of people are trying to really just keep up with other people when you can't sometimes. Yeah. You, have, you have to go anywhere and be able to look nice. I tell 100%. anybody, you make the outfit. You make 100%. it look... You make it look classy. You make it look good. You make it look Thank expensive. Thank you, Marshalls. Thank heavy, you, Max. Heavy on you... <laughs> Wow, she Thank doing ass. Wow, she doing ass. Thank you, Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> Listen. We need gift cards. No. <laughs> I really like that you brought up, um, I think, mental health. Because I think it comes along with 
trying to live up to something sometimes that you can't acquire like at the time and oh, wanting to yes. be in different places and all of these different things mental health is i just think it's crazy like more so in our generation because yes. i feel like so many things are seen like you know we are the first where advanced technology is really a thing and i think being able to see so many different people and seeing people do this and you're not understanding why they were maybe younger than you and they're exceeding maybe your your you know expectations for yourself yeah, seeing at the these moment. like tiktok stars and <coughs> right. youtube stars on netflix and it's like how's this girl 20 and you know she's younger Y'all than can us. tell my friend loves tiktok right she <laughs> bought a tiktok like three times you can tell she likes oh, tiktok oh but no seriously but it's crazy because it's like you know and tiktok you know that's been like wait hold on hold on too, hold on because we gotta stay in con we gotta yes. stay on you on. gotta stay focused yes my this friend is the, could go this is the ADHD. i talk but she could talk more than me so let me let you know you you did a that was a wonderful answer it was so thorough i love that so i'm gonna now go to you and let you ask the question okay um Ooh, all right. What is your current connection with God? And do you feel as though having a connection with God is important in a relationship? In a relationship, I believe, I don't believe you have to, in general, I don't believe you have to believe in the same God. I think it's a true beauty in all of us believing something different, but still believing you know, okay. we all believe in something great, but, you know, we all have different maybe values or outlooks. That's understandable. That's very attainable. That's very, to me, very interesting. If we all believe in maybe the same exact thing, and that wouldn't be interesting. It's interesting to learn about all different cultures. And I think as a child at first, I didn't quite get an understanding for that. But I did, but I didn't to a certain understanding. But now as an older person... I think it's very beautiful how we're so diverse and we all have our own cultures and, you know, own beliefs, but we can still come together as people. I think it's amazing that all people are so different, but we can all come together. And I hate that in our generation, we do all, nah, I can't say that, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people try to fit into a certain type of status or a certain, a certain type mold. of mold. Instead of just being yeah. so different and comfortable. And just like working on their connection, I think, with God. Too. Yeah, definitely. So where I stand at with God is definitely I let him I let him take the will. When I okay. I haven't even when I'm in a mood, I nowadays would not tell anyone I'm bad. I'm never bad. I'm I may be having a moment, I may be going through it, but I'm not gonna tell you I'm bad. I'm not gonna even put that above myself. Because I'm not bad. I'm not I'm not gonna put negative energy over myself. No, no. I'm gonna say I'm I tell everything, people, everything, everything in the universe is connected. What you it's it's going to come back. Out, comes back. But that's 100%. good, too. It was yeah. really funny because just to, like, stay off, like, talking for two seconds. I was talking about karma. I told somebody, you know, like, karma comes around. Oh, and God. they said something about it. But the thing is, I think it that the, the image that we have of karma is really not correct. It could be good karma, bad karma. Whatever you put out, it will one day come back to you. Oh, one yeah. day, it will yeah. come back to you. So where I stand at with God is I think everyone should have a belief. I believe you could be atheist and still have your belief of something different. So I think God is amazing. I, I walk with him 
I think when I... Do you I, feel sorry for people that are atheists that don't have a connection? No, them? of course not. Or do you just pray for them that, like, one day... No, I, I or, don't. I don't... I'm not, I'm not being one of those people. Like, I never judge anyone. No, it's cool. Way. But do you I know? feel bad? No. I just feel like you have a different belief. You maybe don't see it, and that's fine. Yeah. You feel me? Like, some people are in touch with different things. I don't feel bad. I don't pray they even when they find it. That's not yeah. for you. That's to me, honestly, it's not for you. But I'm sure yeah. you still have your belief. I'm cool with like me personally. I tell people I don't like following rules. I believe you yeah, have to I make up following rules. I never you, follow rules. You have to make, you have <laughs> to you have to put your own blend and uniqueness on things, and that's and really how it works. And and I love that because like you know, and we grew up, we were best friends. It's like you know, I always had Hanukkah and Christmas, and that's something I now passed on to you know my child, and that's my normal, you know. And having Hanukkah and Christmas and exposing her to you know both religions and you know having a strong connection with God I think has been really important and has really helped again like with humbling myself and you know I feel like God really humbles you you know and I feel like when you finally surrender and when you let him in like he truly softens your heart mm-hmm. he does whether you know you want to you know he does you know admit it or not it's like you know you read it when you truly like dive into the scripture and you know you work on your connection with god it's proven there's books written about it like god helps your mental it helps anxiety it helps with depression like building that connection with god will truly change your life um and it's helped me you know i mean you've seen the past year and a half like i know for me it changed my life like, I know that I'm not the same Julia that sat in front of you this time last year, you know, and uh, I'm thankful that, you know, I have God there now and that that's something that's very big in both mine and my daughter's life because I think it, in a way, gives us stability too. like, you know, knowing like I'm going to go on Sunday and I'm going to pray and even if I cry in front of a hundred strangers, nobody's gonna even bat an eye because that's what you know God does, you know. And um, it is really humbling, and it is hard to you know sit there in, in a big group and you know a youth group even. Like I was going to youth group, and it was crazy. We we had a topic I want to bring up on the podcast real quick. It was you know is is your relationship that you're in right now is it is it God driven? Like, is it a kingdom relationship? Like, is that oh, man yeah. or a woman, you know, a kingdom husband, a kingdom wife? Like, do you truly see yourself marrying that person, building a life with that person, having possibly kids with that person? If you don't see that, you shouldn't be dating, you know? Like, if you're dating somebody, you should be dating them to marry them. And if you don't want to get married and you don't want it, then you shouldn't be. And... That's my opinion on it, only because I see so much hurt currently, like in our generation of hookup culture, I see so much hurt and so many girls and even guys, you know, that talk about, you know, the mental and physical effects of, you know, going through the hookup culture and and what it does to you. Like it truly breaks you. And, And, you know, soul ties are real. You want to talk about, like, you know, on a spiritual level. No, (laughs) because... That's... No, and Twin Flames and Soulmates and all that. And that's more podcasts for another day. But it's like, we could really jump into all these topics, like, full force, in-depth. 
it is truly eye-opening when you see how everything's connected and that's just sorry but no, anyway i forgot you honestly <laughs> you'd be so serious <laughs> but it's the truth girl she just saw her face like she was into it over there but anyways um and, and you can't even tell just, me you disagree no just to touch on that a little more i'm gonna I'm go with i feel a little soft on it like you seem very like uh, uh um i'm gonna just say i really believe in finding um an individual love together within loving a person like you you ask where does god come into play with the relationship that was your question right yeah okay like, so like is your relationship god driven yeah okay that's what you asked yeah no, you, then you say, like, in a relationship, like, with someone, like, yes, is it, like... Yes, like, like, is God, you know, a big part of your relationship? Um, see, um, I definitely think so. I, I think I like to pray with people. I like to find a sense of peace, you know? So, like, your partner and you would go to church? Yeah, of course, like... That's what I'm asking, yeah. Like, yeah, like, why not? Definitely. Definitely. Would you make it a routine? Yeah, of course. Like every Sunday, I want to go every Sunday, so I'm gonna go. And we both believe in it. It's a great, it's a great energy, and to be able to share great energy, and that totally is another podcast. But to be able to share good energy and be able to do all things with your partner only makes you stronger. To be able to pray, <laughs> yeah, hustle, love on each other, it, keep each other great. company, and just be other, yeah. no, just like being each other's friends. Oh yeah, but this is a whole nother podcast. But being each other friends, but definitely, I think it's important. We're here five hours later. <laughs> I think it's important to have all all outlets with your yeah. partner. So I think I owe you another question. Yes, you do. I'm just gonna say who inspires you, like who and why. Oh, that is so hard. Really? Yeah. Um, I think my daughter. I think my daughter inspires me. Uh I think she's my biggest motivator, you know. Um, And I I said this to my therapist the other day. I said, like, if I didn't have my daughter, I don't know if I would be here. Mm -hmm. And that's like, and I'm not trying to get, like, in a morbid, like, suicidal sad thought here, no. But truly, like, I'm living for my daughter, you know. And my daughter is 100% the reason I'm back, you know, coming back from truly, like, you know, going from an asthma attack into cardiac arrest and, you know, actually was, you know, I died twice and was on life support, you know, the biggest thing was my daughter, you know, when I first was, you know, taken off the life support and I was ex-intubated and everything, I, I was like, where's my daughter? Where's Kaylee? It was the first thing, I don't remember it, but the nurses told me, that when I was getting off the sedation, I just kept asking for my daughter. So, you know, I'm a mother first. So, like, what inspires me? You know, truly being the best mother that I can be. Um, just being enough. And I feel like we have such pressure, you know, to be the best parent, have the best clothes, go to the best schools, you know, gymnastics, dance and you know soccer and all these sports and you know just providing and you know no one really talks about how your kids truly just they do not just only inspire you but they change your life and it's like my daughter is everything to me Mm -hmm. i'm nothing without her it's like when i gave birth to her everything stopped like the world stopped 
And, um, you know, I think for me, that is probably, like, one of the biggest reasons why, you know, I think losing my son in October was probably the hardest thing I've ever gone through, was because I truly valued and knew what being a parent entailed and knew what being a mother was and, you know, knew what a pregnancy entailed. And it was like, you know, I had lost a baby prior to my daughter. But when you're young, you know, you don't realize, you don't understand. You know, to me, it was like, oh, I was bleeding a lot, whatever. And then God blessed me with Kaylee. But then, you know, when I was pregnant with my son, you know, I knew what pregnancy entailed. I knew what the infant stages entailed, the toddler stages. You know, so it's like, you kind of like imagine that life. And it's like, you know, when you're a mom first, it's like, all right, well, family's everything. You know, everything I do, I do for my kids. It's like family first always, and you know that. And it was like, I guess to have that ripped from me with my son, but still having my daughter at home is what truly saved me. Because if I didn't have my daughter at home, I don't think I would be here. And she is still that motivator for me. Time and time again, when I'm having a bad day and I'm, you know, breaking down, you know, what inspires me? That picture on my wallet, that picture on my phone, her in my back seat screaming when I pick her up from daycare, <laughs> or when we go tonight when we go shopping for her graduation dress. That's cute. It's like, I love it. You know, it truly inspires you and it, it pushes you to do better. Cause it's like, I gotta do what I gotta do because I got somebody watching me. Right. I got that face in the rearview mirror. You know, I can't settle. I can't just put up with something because I've got somebody in the back that's looking at me and the moves that I'm doing and how I'm carrying myself. You know, I have a, a mini me truly learning from me. You know, and it's like I need to be inspiring to her. She needs to look up look up at me and be like, Wow, like my mom did that. Right. You know, like, wow, I wish like, that's how I was, you know, I think with my mom, God bless her soul. And, you know, losing my mom at 12 was really hard to go through, you know. And, and that's like a stage in life where, like, you know, you aren't even ready to, um, you know, go through life alone. And it was like, you know, there I was and I didn't have my period yet. Like, sorry if there's male listeners. We, we just going to give but, a shout out to her mother right now. Rest <laughs> in peace. We love you. Go ahead. Because I had to. Go ahead. It's okay. And Sakai was always the adopted second child. Had a bed at my house and all. So, <laughs> you know, that's right. My mom loved her. But, um, you know, biggest thing I think, you know, with going through all that was like, you know, when I first had my period, God bless my dad, but it's like, he came home with the pants. <laughs> he didn't even buy me tampons or pants. He just bought the freaking underwear. And I, I was cracking up because it was so funny, but it was like the thought account. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I tell that story and people laugh. And I'm like, but, you know, people don't realize, like, you know, I lost my mom at such a crucial age. And it's like, to think that, like, you know, back on that mental and you know talking about burnout it's like you know when you let your mental and your physical health go and you don't put effort into yourself how can you be inspiring you know it's like i was barely getting out of bed and it was like i had a baby worrying about me and it was like there i was i didn't even know know what day it was like you know and you remember like i was in a brain fog it's like you imagine you got that phone call from dj because you didn't see me posting on snapchat and stuff and it's like jules in the hospital on life support it's like nobody even knew like, my family didn't even know how to operate for, like, a week. It was, mm -hmm. like, you know, those 
second, third, fourth days, my, my family were going from the law firm to JFK, and it was COVID. Like, the doctors weren't even letting them up. And it was like, my uncle was, you know, a back doctor. He was able to get upstairs and get the info to figure out what the hell was going on with me. It was like, nobody wanted to live that. You know, it was like, there I was, you know, 22 years old on life support. Like, and it's scary because it's like, I am truly, there's not even a 1% of me that... There, I'm, I'm one in like, I'm one in, I think they said maybe like 300 ever, or not even 300, I think he said like 200, but it's like there's millions and millions of people in the world, right? It's like, people don't come back like that, you know? So it's like, I'm very thankful because now, you know, I can be here for my daughter, who is my biggest inspiration, okay. you know? And it's like, it's scary because it's like the doctor that saved my life was actually the doctor that lost my mom, God rest her soul. And that's weird how that's all connected. Yes. But the same last name, he like, it was crazy because before I got discharged, he's like, you know, I have to ask, he's like, how are you related to Lisa? And I like looked up at him and I'm like, that that was my mom. He goes, she died here on New Year's. He goes, I was her Because I never forget a patient I lose. So when you talk about God and how everything's kind of connected, like I still got my whole arm just broke out in the chills. Oh, but it's like, you know, it's things like that. Where I'm like, wow, that's why I go every Sunday. <laughs> so it's like, but you know, like my mother, I think was, you know, really my biggest inspiration too. And, you know, on a spiritual level, you know, sometimes I really think like maybe my daughter is my mother and that's how I was going to tie this all in because you know, people talk about, you know, reincarnation and, you know, how we're all part of, like, you know, our soul tribe and how we all just kind of stay with each other in a way, you know. I think it maybe brings me comfort to think, like, uh, maybe my mom's soul is part of my daughter or maybe is my daughter. But that's, like, a whole nother topic. I don't know. I can get off into the topics for hours, you know me. All right, ADHD. go ahead. Answer my question. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, I don't know. She's just, she's everything to me. Like, to sum it up, like... You know, it is the hardest job in the world. It, As no it, book, it, it I is, agree. It is the hardest job in the world. And it has its moments where you just want to, like, jump off a bridge. And you're like, I can't take it. But the tantrums will go away. It's She's only three. I got, you know, <laughs> a lot more years ahead of me. But um, one thing I will say is... is Everything that I do, I do for her. Like, everything that I do, I do for my kids. That's really and, beautiful. And I pride, I pride myself on being a, being a mother. It's like, family is really everything. Like, people that. people don't value it. No. Family? I think, I think a lot of times people really don't value it. But, you know, family is truly everything. And we'll just leave it there. We'll wrap it on that. Because that's definitely, like, my go-to model. Like, that's my motto forever is family is everything. Okay. What I want to say is on yours. I want to say thank you for that. I think it was beautiful. But I wanted to just give a shout-out to the mothers. I wanted to give a shout-out to all the mothers because... Like, I, I, I agree. I'm not a mother, but I do think women in themselves are just amazing how they just make things happen. And I feel like we have superheroes in real life because these women make things happen. We don't give excuses. We don't give anything. We just make it happen. And we're there. And we just there to love. Sometimes we don't have the love within ourselves. Sometimes we don't have the energy. But we still give it in. I, so I just wanted to... 
Shout out my mother. Shout out everyone's mother. Shout out to the good mothers, I'm going to say. <laughs> I just wanted to really shout out all the mothers yes. for your beauty, your strength, your guidance, your your pleasure, your smile, your your scent, your touch, your everything about you. They have stronger impacts than they even know. And to have someone that is looking up to you and learning from you is it's a different kind of feel, I'm sure. And oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of pressure. So thank you, and I'm gonna leave that there. Go ahead, ask me a question. Y'all know this song, I need to tune the fuck in because I'm How hard is it for you to be vulnerable? Wow, I really like that. That was a nice question. <laughs> that was really, really nice. That was so nice. It made my heart tinkle. Say it again. <laughs> I said, how hard is it for you to be vulnerable? And that's not just like with people or in a relationship. Like I mean on a on a whole level, like right. vulnerability with people. Cause I know like you're very vulnerable with me, but you've it. also known me since we were eight. So like, <laughs> so like full force, like no filter, you know, genuinely, like how hard is it for you to like, let your walls down and be open and honest and just vulnerable. Like what does it take for you? Like what are the traits that like, do it for you. Honestly, um, I don't think I don't think it takes a lot for me to be vulnerable. I'm gonna say it's really on my level of my level of trust with people. I feel like personally, I really don't trust people, but on a certain level, I know some people I could just have conversations with with them, and it won't leave the room. So, for me to be vulnerable really takes me. A certain trust, a certain, I know this person, you know, I know this person wouldn't talk. So for me, I don't speak to a lot of people. And if you know, you know, because a lot of things do leave rooms. And for me, I don't like my business out. Like, I'm I'm not, I'm not secretive. Sometimes I can't be, but I'm just very private. I don't think everyone should know my business. I don't even think everyone really deserves the pleasure of truly getting to know who I am. Wow. I told my grandma, it, oh, it makes me true. very sad because some people would never know how bright I am. And as a kid, I wanted to show everyone how bright, how beautiful, how much energy I had. But as a as a as a young woman, I don't care to show everyone who I am because I'm I'm not proving anything to anyone. This is not a this is not a, a game of fear and and winning. What is winning in life? Some people have money and are miserable. Some people some people have anything they want and still do not have happiness within themselves. You feel me? Some people yes. fake it. Fake just they fake it, it until yep. they make it and it's never real it's a perception of what they want it to be it's a perception of what they want you to show think. people yep. so for me to be real never a question i i only show certain people that make me comfortable because i can't be where i can't be and you can read a room like you can read a room like I yes i can but like, like you can read facial expressions you can read like how they no just on a, on a deeper level like i like to always be myself yeah and if i feel like I can't be Her, myself. Anymore. If I feel like I can't do certain things around you or say certain things around you or feel certain things, like, you're not my type of person. 
if I can't be myself with you, I'm not feeling it. And to be like frank, and it's just funny situations. Like I've been with and talked to different guys that so interesting. Like I'm, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I think I find decent guys that really care. You feel me? Very, yeah. very generous with me. Gen- very generous with me with their energy, with their hearts to a certain point. And <laughs> you know, they will even buy me things like just generous, like yes. but genuine at heart. But genuine at heart, but I really feel as though to be vulnerable is not that difficult for me if I trust you, if I have a certain trust with you. Um, Like I said, I think it's really important that I really don't think everyone is. I know for a fact everyone is not going to get the beauty of knowing who I am. Yeah. Everyone is not going to get it. We're going to have some people are going to have very quick interactions and it may not be friendly because this is business. I feel like a lot of people it, don't this walk. Is this is business. A lot Facts. of people don't walk, walk with different faces. They believe they Absolutely. could be this person in this in every room. No, oh, I have yeah. so many different faces. Oh yeah, no. Shot. And it doesn't yeah, make 100%. me fake. It makes me very versatile it makes personality. You, it makes you genuine. I know it. It makes me. No, but it does. It spreads my wings. I'm yeah. gonna say because. Like I say, I could be very classy, but I could get ratchet. You feel what I'm saying? Like, but it all comes with maturity too, though. Like I know definitely. that you know. Yeah, definitely. You know. That that's a whole other conversation. Like, <laughs> 100%. That's a actually very good conversation. But I'm definitely vulnerability does come with maturity. Sometimes we don't not express ourselves. No, I'm gonna say very big on myself. I sometimes it does not come out thank you but it just does not come out in the right way like yeah. sometimes like i'm I, I said this like i said like i'm not your average girl like i will really show my sadness yeah. i'll show it anger like most girls that act like they're like sad like you did no, this they're me. sad I'm down down. no yeah. i'm mad as hell i'm gonna break your face <laughs> like you feel me like goes into bipolar blackout episode doesn't even know what day it is like Bangs i can't on I, car windows like, like i can't even don't, don't even remember doing it like i'm just saying like i can't <laughs> what? even i did that like, scares me. I can't even. I'm t- just like you, though. I agree. No, like I don't. I don't really feel like I always act crazy, but just to know that sometimes, like, like when something really bothers you, like on a soul level, like when it's on your soul level, like and it triggers you, like to your core. I think that's when it brings out like the crazy, like the different side of us mentally. Like I think that's what triggers it. Like that's what snaps it. But I like, think that's the that's the mature side because when yes. you know yourself. There's no reason that's to even allow someone to bring you down get to that, that, that through. Yeah, and I always feel embarrassed when I allow myself oh, to too. act crazy. It's like you wake up and you're like, wait, I really did that? Like, that really happened? It's like, then you cry. Because you're like, oh my God, like, that's not me. That's not like, even cry, but... Oh, you're, that's me. I'm a, I'm a sap. No, like, I'm I be... I be, I be like, I'm emotional. I'm like, oh, why did I do not that? Not like I be angry. Like, why would I even allow myself to get that angry? Yeah. Or why didn't I just maybe oh. walk away for a second? Like... Yeah. I could have really walked away. But like, I think that's pride in me, though, though. Sometimes. Not always. But I think a lot sometimes. of people wear their feelings in their sleep. When their feelings are hurt, when their feelings are like hurt, that? um... Honestly. I'm not sure. Or do I just drag it out? I'm not sure. Like, you're you're dwelling on things. Yeah. Like You're I'm dwelling instead of, like, fuck it. Like, me, I'm yeah. like, fuck it. <laughs> like, this is my after a while, like, I'm gonna get upset, but it's gonna be fuck it. Like, yeah. After a while, it depends on the situation. Some things I don't get over quick. But I'm going to jump to the next question. I owe you a question. Me too. Let me think of one because I don't think I have one. Let me think of one. Um, If you were to give 
And this is supposed to be simple, so don't be breaking it down. This is okay. a simple, but I will let you maybe take a minute to think about it. But if you were to give people one line coming, let's say this is a fresh-born person. If you could give them something to take away from the conversation that you feel is the most important, where would you? what would you give them to take away from that conversation that can maybe lead them to a right path? I'm not saying it has to be one word or anything, but something basic. It can't be too much, but just enough. Love yourself. Okay. Find Say yourself. That. Okay. Self-love and self-discovery. When you truly are dedicated, when you put the work in, when you start the journaling, you start reading the self-help books, you start going to therapy, you know, dedicating that time to, you know, improving yourself, eating right. Like I said before, going to the gym. It's like, Wait, hold on. You ready? It's truly. Don't you know, fucking what I'm doing? I ain't nothing to do. Every place I can take you to. And make you, and you can have any just. <laughs> know that I'm, and I'm sorry, I can't help it, but it's all for you. No, don't always be selfish. No, I'm gonna say sometimes think about yourself. Yeah, in every situation, think about yes. yourself. Don't be selfish. Walk with a heart open full of love loving heart just like make just sure you're giving it to the right people but go like just because something bad is done to you oh say it does not mean say it you have to do bad say it. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, she said it say it again say it again and catch it just because oh 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 say because that was nice say it again because it just ain't because you. something bad is done to you does not mean. Does not mean her voice got like. You should be bad. Sexy. <laughs> sexy. No, but seriously. No, like, seriously though. Yes. It's like you know the biggest thing like I've took out of like my situation personally, you know, and like going through the things I've gone through. I'm not gonna get into it, but you know, hurt people really hurt people. That's a fact. And, Yo, no, I told her that the other day, and she copied me. No, okay, go ahead. That's been really my catchphrase no, since like real, October, though. though. You know, and it's no, like, for real. you know, I think, you know, hurt people really hurt people. And it's like, you know, I know in my situation, like, I was a hurt person. And my son's father was definitely a hurt person. And, you know, hurt people really just hurt each other. That was just like, y'all hear I'm about to go into the shit. I told her, don't do too much. She's about to get I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm just saying, you know, but seriously, like, and, you know, when bad things happen to you, like, you know, not taking it out on them, but just, like, focusing on yourself is, like, so key. That because it's, like, too. when you, you know, when the bad stuff happens to you and you glow up from it and, like, you don't let it drag you, it's, like, damn. Like, where did that come from? Right. It's, like, when you do, like, not even, because I didn't do, like, a 180. I did, like, a, a 360, 720, like, completely changed, you know, how I operate and, like, how I carry myself. And, you know, I think that, you know, the biggest thing for me, um, truly, you know, was realizing, like, just because something bad was done to me does not mean I'm going to let it define me and break me down every day the rest of my life. Like, and it took me months to, like, finally be like, you know what, damn, like, it really wasn't me. And I think we as women do that, though. Like, I think we do. Definitely. Especially with 
you know, not just relationships, but even school and work and like, you know, being our own biggest, you know, critics, like with yeah. everything, right? you know, and again, it comes with time. Everything okay. comes with time. So I want you to just wrap up that one line for them, that one line that they would take through that beautiful explanation. Just because something bad happens to you okay, does not mean you have to do bad on to others. Rise above it. I like that. That was real beautiful. No cap. That was yeah. very, very beautiful. Okay. Go ahead. Ask me my question. Is it right? We only got, I think, one more question each because we got to block this bad baby up. Go ahead. I hope y'all enjoying this. We just dropping a uh, uh, uh on you. <laughs> Okay, it's really my song, my DJing for me. What are your views on society's opinion of intimacy? Say it again. <laughs> what are your views on society's opinion on intimacy? Watch, you got to be mad upset one more time. I'm trying to really catch it so I can really think of something. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> what are your views when it comes to society opinion on intimacy? And I'm not saying it has to be just intimacy in a relationship. It could be intimacy, hookup culture, just intimacy as a whole. <laughs> like, take relationships out of it. Take the hookup culture out of it. Like, looking at intimacy, like, looking at sex, like, for what it is, like, being intimate. Like, even just, not even just intimacy on a sex level, like, intimacy with yourself. Like, what are your views? Like, how do you feel society views intimacy? Like, okay. the way that we've grown up, like, our generation, like, compared to maybe, like, our grandparents. Okay. Let's not even say our parents. That was nice. Okay, so, this, this, honestly, <laughs> I had to sit up because we have 10 minutes... We have 10 minutes to wrap this up, and this is too good for me, but I'm going to try to keep it bland, and I'm definitely going to give another podcast. I don't know if I'm going to give that podcast about the intimacy with her or by myself, or maybe with her or by myself, because that's wow, that's cute. I think it's got to be the dynamic but listen, at this point. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, okay, intimacy. I think sorry. the way we do, I think uh, we don't appreciate it. You feel me? It's very... Absolutely. It comes up very negative sometimes and i think we should we should love it we should love people that love hard on people we should love that people love hard on themselves like we yes. should love that people want to love hard we should love that people want to show it yes you feel me through sex i really believe maturity comes into sex and understanding comes into sex to really understand what you're here for what you want intimacy is really like to me, it's a beautiful presentation of... It's like a show. Like, yeah. I really told somebody, like, sex to me is like a show. You're putting on your best act right now for this wow. person. And that's why Damn. I think sometimes... I've never thought of it like that. Me, that's how I think about it. That's wow. why I think sometimes I don't walk with my heart with sex. Like, I feel like... Yeah. I can have sex with you. We can keep pushing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I no feel shakes. like... Yeah, no, I and I feel it. like yeah. I feel that way because it's a show. It's a fun time. It's a... It's a us connecting, and sometimes a connection is not meant to last, but it's simply what you call a connection. A Everything time and enjoyment. For a Intimacy is really something that is felt to me on a spiritual, deeper level. Yeah. When you connect with a certain person and really even just lock 
within yourself and intimacy within yourself to be able to turn yourself on when you oh, yeah. accomplish that thing and you like, didn't think you. wait to accomplish that thing you yeah. think you wasn't going to accomplish that's a turn on to yeah. be like damn I don't know if I could do this but I did it god Fact. damn it's different the intimacy the, the loving yourself the celebration the celebration the celebrating everything you do yeah. everything is important everything should be celebrated you feel what I'm saying so I'm gonna say that all in all, but just to give an overview on what I think about intimacy and how it's viewed, it's unappreciated. They make it a, a very derogatory thing. They don't make it. They don't make a light of it. It should. Oh, they should do that in private. I love that. Nowadays we have gay marriages and all these different things. We have. I really saw a man pregnant today. We are opening our eyes to so many different possibilities and. Yeah. It it makes me happy that we are getting to a point where I don't feel as though it's fully accepted. It just has to be so other people don't look bad. 100%. But I think intimacy within yourself is the biggest thing you should have. To be able to turn yourself on with, with abilities to even loving yourself to know maybe maybe you don't look like the prettiest person outside. But you're beautiful within. Sometimes you have to know you're beautiful within and without. Some people don't have it all. So I'm going to say intimacy is an overly beautiful thing and i just don't feel like it's appreciated okay so i think i owe you one more question you do we have a few minutes so you cannot drag this one out because okay. we're gonna we're, they're gonna cut us off so i'm thinking how i want to wrap this up for you i'm gonna say thank you for all your answers they were very very thought out and i feel like you gave such great content for my for my podcast for my listeners and I think it would be appreciated. And my last question is, what makes you special? Ooh. Um, I think my resilience. Mm. I think my resilience mm. is what makes me special. Mm. Because no matter what God has thrown at me, or what the universe, take religion out of it, what the universe has thrown at me, you know, since I was in the womb, you know, I've always been able to be resilient and just rise above it. And it's like, you know, the trauma might pile on, might be like Mount Everest, but I still wake up, brush my teeth, hop in the shower, hit the gym. Like, you have to keep pushing. Because if you don't keep pushing, nobody's gonna do it for you. Only you are going to do it for you. You have nobody else that's like, okay, Julia, get up and get out of bed. I mean, maybe you do sometimes, but <laughs> it's like, you know, at the end of the day, the only person that's there for you is going to be you, you know? And I think, you know, we as humans are, you know, we as people are just so hard on ourselves, you know? And like, what makes me special is like, you know, yeah, I've been through all this shit. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to work on not letting it define me, but my resilience to it all and surrendering to everything that has happened and just growing from it and maturing from it and okay. learning has been the biggest thing I think I can take from it. And I know it makes me special because I know that, you know, deep within, you know, in the work that I'm doing, it's going to 
fast track me into the right direction you know with everything that i do in life okay and with everything that is planned for me okay so i want to ask you is there anything you want to say to my to my listeners or is there anything you want to ask me what is how do you want to wrap this up and i'm i have we have five minutes left on this you tell me how you think we should wrap this up right now how I think we should wrap this up is honestly ending it with a question. You know, I think, you know, we should ask your listeners. This is you for know, the girls that don't need no makeup when they wake who? up. For the ones who rock and lace fronts, you know, I ain't Have you done your work? And are you okay? You fresh off the and I think that, you know, that's a really hard question. And don't let it go over your head, you know, and it's serious, like... Have you done your work? And are you okay? Because, you know, saying you're good and saying you're okay when you're not okay, you know, is only okay for so long. You know, don't neglect, you know, yourself. Because if you need the help, you should really get it. Because pride and ego is definitely the devil. I think J. Cole said it first, right? Pride is the devil when it's got a hold on me or had a hold on me. But the best thing I ever did in my life was letting it go. Okay. And actually surrendering and being like, help me. Okay. And that, that kind of ties in with vulnerability and everything else that we kind of touched on tonight. I think there was a like a steady underlying theme, whether you saw it or not. It was kind of all connected in a way. And I think that our next podcast, if I you know, jump on with you again, which we should do, it should be a thing. But I definitely think that, you know, mental health and spirituality, there's so many different ways you know, we can go about it. You know, and whatever the listeners get from it, they get from it. Okay, so what I want to say is, I want to thank you again for coming, sharing all your thoughts. I think thank everything you. you say is beautiful. You already know I think you're beautiful. And um, I want to take... I want to take my podcast and my influencing so far and I want to touch so many different rooms with my thoughts and being able to, you know, just gain knowledge from other people, from their life, their experiences, their advice, really being an open ear. And I think that was one of the most beautiful things you said, like being able to be an open ear and being a boss. My definition of being a boss is always making it happen. Yes. Not making excuses, Absolutely. making a way to make it always work. 100%. It's always gonna be maybe sometimes a block, but can you overcome it? Right. That's what a boss. That's what a boss is. Not someone that always looks the best, but is that person that will stay at work at the latest hours to make sure that job is not only complete but the best it could be. You feel me? That person that knows she could run it by herself. That person that will run it by herself with no fear. And real bosses do have fear. Real bosses do have fear, but they always rise above. So what I want to say is, and what I want to leave this with is, she asks, are you okay? I want to ask, are you being true to yourself? That situation that you're in, those relationships that you're in with your friends, your parents, your family, is it worth it? Is it worth your time still? Or are they settling? And if they're settling, reevaluate it. So, are you in the right place at the right time? Do you need to change what you're doing? Are you on the right path? And I want to say here, you are beautiful. You are kind. You are strong. You are powerful. You are important. You are 
you are your better day. You will be your generational curses. And that's all breaker. I have to say today. You will be your general generational curses breaker. You family. will break You're gonna them. You're going to break them. You will break them. So thank you. This is Fifi. This is Julia. And I'm that on that. Thank you again. Uh, what? Say it. I know you would. I know my mama should say me if she could, but I'm just too misunderstood. I know you would. And I had to lead them. They just made me feel too good. I'm really wear out.